What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua O'Connor. And um, I think from now on, or at least for the time being, I just wanted to come out and lead with this. For the time being, I think we're going to release episodes every other week. Same time, Friday, 5 p.m. Um, I just feel like it it gives me time to let the message really rest and settle in me. And it's not that it didn't before, but I think I'm in a season and of of letting this verse sit um, almost uh, steep, right? Like think of a, a a tea bag, right, in the in the hot water, and how the the water, right, absorbs. Ooh, this is good, <laughs> Holy Spirit. The water absorbs the the nutrients and the the herbs, right, and and then it becomes infused with this uh, flavor and this nutrition um, that can be consumed. Oh, that's so good. That's so good right there that I could leave it right there and, and we could rest and, and, and meditate and chew on that for a second, right? That we need to become water, right? A, a, a internal living water as reflections of God, right? That is hot, that is burning, that is boiling, consuming the what it is that um, he is feeding and supplying us right okay but let's move on uh first off let's pray and then we're going to jump in father i just i thank you um for just the supernatural um divine um way uh, that we get to consume your word that it becomes one with us and we become one with it um, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that your word says uh, that that you bring to mind the things that 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 were spoken to us, that Jesus spoke to us, that the word has has enlightened our minds to. Um, I thank you for what you're going to do in this podcast. I thank you that you're speaking to us. I thank you that you're directing us. And uh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Just tell him that you love him. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you are the source of life to our being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. We're in Jeremiah 2, verse 13. Jeremiah 2, verse 13. One verse, um, if we go other places, you know, the Holy Spirit lead. But, um, you know... You know, as I've said in the past, we want to take these and look at how we can apply them to our lives. We want to consume, eat the words, and we want the words to be like seed in our, our, our hearts, in our minds, and we want them to bear something tangible, right? Something here on this earth that can be seen, that can be touched, that can be uh, inhaled, that is a representation of of the living water that flows from the, thr the throne of heaven, right? So um, let's read this verse. Jeremiah verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 13. It says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out or dug out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Okay. 
what does this look like within the application of today for us, right? So we want to look at, first of all, what I want to point out is, is the difference between um, these two sources. One is a fountain, right? Think about a fountain, right? It is, yes, it has a source, but it is unlimited, right? It is springing forth water. A cistern is actually, it's like a tank. So it's not a source. It only can hold and contain the amount that's, that, that, that there's a limit to it. Right. And, and it's, and that's all that it is. That's the difference between a fountain, right. Or a spring, right. Think of a spring flowing from the earth, right. It's continually flowing. It's continually springing up, right. There is no end to it, right. There is an cistern, though. They almost think of it as a, as a water tank, right. It, once that water is out of there, that's it. Right. And then not only that, in this verse, it says that it's broken. So it can't even hold anything. <laughs> but um, the thing that I want to focus on, right. Okay. Is uh, well, right now is, is, is this word fountain, right? Okay. This word fountain um, in the Greek is makor. Okay. But it actually means I love this. I love, 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 love this. Okay. And, and the Lord is talking about himself, and, and we know that he's, he's called, you know, the fountain of living water. He's the living water. He's the spring of life, etc. Um, we want to remember that, okay? So let's look at this for a second, okay? Speaking from that, um, that point, right? This word, it says, yes, it says spring. It says fountain. It says source of life. It says joy. It says purification. These things are, are, are for you, right? In the book of Revelation, we've talked about this, that there's a, a, a stream of living water that flows from the throne that we have access to, right? We talked about that, and I think it was the last episode on the, the Revelation series that we were doing, okay? So it is your source of life, right? The, the self-existent life that God has for us, the Zoe life, the eternal life, right? It is your joy, right? It's almost John 15, your ability to abide in the vine, right? Hit the source of from the vine that it says in John 15, that is unto that your joy may be made full and the same joy that was in Jesus be in you. And it is for also your purification, for the, the cleansing of what is inside of you to make you pure, right? This is what we have access here on here to, uh, we have access to here on earth. Okay, don't let nobody tell you, oh, you're only going to be human. We all sin. X, Y, Z. As a man thinks, so he is. If you think you are, you always will. It's, it's very simple. It's biblical principles. We follow them. We stick to them. We uh, uh, bear the fruit of the words, right? Okay, so, but not only that, okay, I want to continue on. It also says, look at this, the source of menstruous blood. Look at this the flow of blood after childbirth. So this fountain is the source of life to the believer. 
It's the flow of life to the, it's the blood, right? The life of the flesh is in the blood. I love how, how the, the life, how this is correlated to the life of a child from the spring. And, and then, and then God says that they have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. That he is this source of life, joy, purification, but he is also the life source of our very being. Okay? That he is what gave birth. He is what feeds, right? The source of life. But he is what gave birth to the life, right? The flow of blood after childbirth. It's what was what was once connected to that this person was receiving um, um, life from, right? So almost think of it as this, right? The womb of God is like David's, you know, when he says, you know, um, you are my strong tower. You are my hiding place. You are the, the place to, you are the shelter to which I run, right? Almost like that's the place where the believer can live and exist, right? But when we broke, right, away, right, it says that they have forsaken me, the forsaking Almost think of it as the 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 cutting off of the umbilical cord and the 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 running away from the source of life. Right. So let's let's keep going. Um, this word living, we want to look at this. Right. Okay. So look at this. The source of the the fountain. Okay. So we just talked about that of living. This means sustenance, maintenance, right, revival and renewal. The 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 active the man the active man, okay? So I love that it says um, sustenance and maintenance. So it is what sustains you, but it is also what, what maintains you throughout life, okay? This is what God is. This is who he is, okay? But what are we doing that's keeping us from experiencing this life, this life that we have of this of this fountain well look at this right and 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 when it talks about them digging right it one word that really you know stuck out to me is it says uh in to be engraved in there and i love how um in matthew 22 uh, verse 20 right when it talks about the inscription you know jesus is saying whose inscription whose engraving is on the coin and then he says give to god you know, what is God's and give to, to, to Caesar what is Caesar's. Well, we, as children of God, have the inscription of God on us. Therefore, we belong to him. The money, the things of the earth belong to the people of the earth, right? And we belong to God. So what is this but creating your own identity, creating your own source of life, right? Even one, ver ver one uh, word in there, uh, that describes this word lasob is to divide, to separate, right? One version says to cut out, right? Almost think about what we talked about earlier about the cutting out and the and the and the the dividing of the child from the womb, right? Okay, it's a representation to whom something belongs, right? Okay. And then it says, you know, cistern for themselves, broken. This word, uh, you know, means crushed or ruptured, um, wrecked, rend violently, um, shattered, cisterns that cannot hold, 
that ver- that word hold also says support or contain um, water. Water. So what what does this mean? Well, I feel like, you know, we as believers or even not necessarily believers, people within the Christian community have, you know, and I love who, I don't know who I've been listening to lately that's been saying this, but um, I, it may be Corey Russell, where he says that, you know, Jesus is not some um, some addition to your life, right? He is your life. He's not some you know, cherry on the top, et cetera. You know, and, and and I believe that this is what the body of Christ is doing is that our desires and our passions are for other things. And they may even be good things, right? But we've made them idols in our lives. And and we don't this is why burnout happens, I believe. A lot of pastors and preachers and teachers, they they talk about burnout. Oh, how do we not burn out? How do we not? Well, you shouldn't burn out because there is a fountain of, of, of the source of life, joy, and purification that you have access to. But here's the separation. Here's the difference in the problem within the body of Christ um, is that we've dug out cisterns for ourselves. Just like this verse says, we have sought out other sources of life that are false alternatives to the actual source of life, right? They, are, um, they, they will not sustain us. They will not maintain us. They don't even hold what it is that we are looking for. They can't even contain what it is that we're looking for. Only in the fountain of life only in God, right? He says, they've forsaken me, the source of living water, right? Only in him can we have the supernatural supply that burnout does not exist inside of us, in us. But see, when we don't forsake him, right? And we cleave to him, right? When we don't neglect him, abandon him, Leave him behind when he's not our number one, right? Like Revelation says, when when you've lost your first love and you, you're you out here seeking these other cisterns, these other uh, ways to, to, to bring life to you, that, that's when that happens. The cutoff where you no longer experience the, the joy and the life and the purification of God, right? The, the, the blood that, that feeds you with life, where now we're seeking these these things that don't even provide life, period. Period. And this is what's going on, and this is one of the reasons why it 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 messes up our um, it messes up our our representation of Christianity is because we're not clinging to God. We have, you know, pastors and preachers and teachers just 
talking about the things of the world that Paul said that he denies. Right? We have men of God that spend more time, you know, consumed by sexual immorality rather than God. Consumed by the things of this world, sports, whatever, you name it. Think of anything outside of him, right? Where our time, our eyes are locked on a broken cistern. Instead of us steeping in the fountain of living water. And it's all about where you focus and where you set your affection, where you set your attention, where you set your eyes, right? Like the book of Matthew says that the eye is the lamp of the body, right? If your eye is single, if you have a, a focus on Jesus alone, your whole body is going to be filled with light. But if my eyes and my attention, and, and, and I'm a double-minded man, right? Right? The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. When my mind is is consumed by duality, the effects of, of, of instability, the effects are instability. But when my eye is single, when my mind is not swayed, when I cling to truth, when I cling to Jesus, there is a, a reality of life, of joy, and of purity that you put on display that people that don't know Jesus are like, whoa, what is that? That's different. And um, as believers, we have to ask ourselves that question. Am I running after broken cisterns? Or am I going to the source of life? Am I consumed by the fountain of living water? Or am I sitting in a broken cistern yearning and longing for a drop? When you have access to a spring, a fountain, an endless supply. Because the supply f flows from the throne. And the veil has been torn. As a man thinks, so he is, right? Don't let people get you down. Learn truth. Seek God. Pray for understanding. Play for, play. Pray for um, application of what you learn. Wisdom. Seek Him first. And that's the whole point of this podcast. That's what Kadash means. Set apart a people who are, who are running after the, the holiness the consecration, the, the righteousness, everything that Jesus paid for on the cross. We want it all. We want it all. We want the whole lamb, right? We don't want to leave anything left behind. 
We want the whole thing. I love you guys, and I'll see you in the next one.